This is the Daily Wrestling News for January 6th, 2020. My name is Ryan Joy, and I'm coming to you live from Minutes to Bell Time Studios on the beautiful treasure coast of the Sunshine State. And I am joined today by the Essential Wrestling Podcast's senior impact correspondent, John DeCani. John, good morning. How are you, sir? Good. Good morning, sir. I'm, I'm doing quite well. How about yourself? Very good. Very good. Well, we have a good show lined up for people today. Um, we have our ridiculously random question that we'll get to John in a second. We have some impact musings from last night. And I got a couple of questions for John DeCani about what the new year may bring in the world of impact. So we'll get his expertise and analysis on that subject. We have a few news items that I want to dive into. Of course, we close the show with trivia and John. As it is a morning show, do you have all the caffeine or water or whatever you need to get through your morning? Tools for success on board. All right. And we both have Star Wars mugs today. How about that? I typically always have one, but um, today you do as well. So, all right. Very good. Let me ring the bell. We'll get the show on the road. Today's ridiculously uh, random not non-wrestling audience needs to know you better question of the day is brought to you by pro wrestling pick'em it's a place where you can join or host a pick'em league to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling create an account and join a league now at pro so you can play against your friends or play against the universe and on the show today we have john DeCani, who happens to be leading the essential wrestling podcast crew in pro wrestling pick'em i'm on his tail about 25 points away and there are a ton of points on the line this week with three big shows. So get over to Pro Wrestling Pick'em, join a league, join maybe join the Essential Wrestling Podcast League and see if you can take down John DeCani. I have failed to do so far. So far. Uh, Today's question you, is... Oh, go ahead. Uh, you, are, you are not only hot on my tail, but I think if we were doing winning percentage, you'd already be above me, so... Uh, I'm, I'm sweating with every every pick we make. <laughs> I, I, I noticed our picks were very similar on that Genesis show. So, <laughs> um, it's almost as if all of us are agreeing. So it's it's getting a little, uh, you know, like a, I'm going to start going, you know, against my first thought just to just to make it interesting again. You know, last last night on the Essential Wrestling Podcast, I was rolling through my picks so fast on that um, the tournament. I intended to pick Blake Christian into the finals, and I think I picked Crazy Steve into the finals. So if I had picked, you know, so I'm going to stick with Crazy Steve because, you know, stick by my word here. But um, I think if I had done what I intended to do, we would have had the same exact picks. So yeah, <laughs> if it comes down to picking that match wrong, oh, well. So the question, all of that's to talk about the ad for the question. or not really an ad, but, you know, my you know promo for the question. You live in a state with four seasons. Which is your favorite? Oh, that's an easy one for me. Uh, it's definitely, whether you call it fall or autumn, it's uh, it's the time of year we just passed. Because, uh, you know, we get the lead up to the holiday season. Football's back. Hockey starts. My favorite holiday, Thanksgiving, is in there. Uh, it's definitely the fall. You know, it's so interesting for me because I think I've always felt that I was a fall guy myself. Um, I really like, you know, 
hoodie weather is kind of how I refer to it. You know, it's like, um, and the early fall can be shorts and hoodie weather, but, um, but I, I moved to Florida and I kind of love it. So I guess maybe I'm a summer guy. I don't know. I, it might change when it gets to summer down here. I might be begging for that fall again. So yeah, when you when you get to a hundred degrees and a hundred percent humidity, you know, for um two months at a time, you might be missing the fall. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We're counting down the days. Okay, well, let's talk some wrestling. Uh, the four seasons are fun, but um, okay. Impact last night, we had five matches. And a bunch of updates to Genesis and Hard to Kill. Uh, we had some fun backstage stuff. So running through the matches real quick. And um, and maybe we'll talk afterwards here about, about the matches. But Crazy Steve beat Casey Navarro, Ace Austin, Blake Christian, 7 minutes, 10 seconds. That's a preview for the uh, Super X Cup this coming um, weekend. Joe Doring and Cody Diener defeated Cousin Jake and Rhino in 8.37. Havoc and Nevaeh defeated... Uh, Jordan Grace and Jazz in nine minutes, 10 seconds to make their way into uh, the finals against Kiara Hogan and Tosh Steeles. Uh, Matthew Palmer lasted three minutes with Moose and Sammy Callahan and Eddie Edwards. That match got thrown out after a minute 17. The bell finally rang and, uh, and I guess nobody was respecting the official. So um, John, what do you think match of the night? Oh, uh, I would probably go with the tag match, even though it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. But uh, I really enjoy, I really enjoy Havoc specifically. Not that there's anything wrong with Nevea, but I really enjoy watching Jessica Havoc work. And of course, you know, I've said on the show many times, I absolutely love Jordan Grace. So I didn't love her coming up on the short end of the stick. But uh, that was that was a, uh, an entertaining match. You know, interestingly about that match, I, I had been thinking about that, and I was like, you know, Jordan Grace and Jazz would be a, a kind of a fun match. And turns out that's exactly what we're going to get at at, uh, at Genesis this weekend. So, Yeah, you certainly nailed that. Now, we didn't talk about picking that match because it was just a fleeting thought in my mind, but um, I'll put you on the spot. Who do you got? I'm thinking that Jazz is old school enough that uh, she knows that, you know, you're supposed to go out on your back. You're supposed to put the next generation over. So I'm assuming that Jordan is going to win that match. Uh, I, I thought that maybe they were going to give her. I actually, the spoiler for next week that now won't happen. I was going to pick them to win the tournament because I thought it would be a nice thing for her, you know, going away party. She gets that run. You know, she gets the title win, gets the hold the belt. And maybe they defend it once or twice before they turn it over to someone, who, you know, one of the real teams, be it Havoc, Nevaeh, or Steels and uh, uh, what's your Hogan, yeah. And they run with it for a long time. But uh, so I thought they were going to give her that. But now I think she'll probably do the, the old school thing of uh, putting Jordan over on her way out. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, I, now, I may change my mind, but I think so. I think so, too. Um yeah, and then, uh, of course, I guess uh, the rest of those matches really, you know, almost everything led into what's upcoming. So we talked about Genesis got an upgrade with Jordan Grace versus Jazz. Hard to Kill got some updates as well because we have an old school rules, Falls Count Anywhere match um, featuring 
Eric Young, Cody Diener, and Joe Doring versus Rhino, Cousin Jake, and if it's old school rules, it must be Tommy Dreamer. So um, there you go. That's a that's an interesting interesting match. And of course, uh, Cody Diener has an updated look, so he's trying to um, you know model himself after me, I guess these days. Yes, he trim up the beard quite nicely. It's like yeah, yeah. Um, Ethan Page versus the Karate Man. What do you think about that, John? We're getting that at hard to tell. I, I think I absolutely can't wait to see exactly how it's done because uh, you know, for their run as as uh, as tag champs, I you know I, I didn't do the behind the scenes stuff. I didn't really know about Karate Man until it started to leak onto the air. Uh, but it has entertained the heck out of me the last couple of weeks to about a month, and I cannot wait to see exactly how they pull that off. Well, and you just talked about sort of old-school tradition with jazz, right? So now Ethan Page, we know he's leaving the territory. Is he going to go out on his back as well? <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. you, you got to put the other guy over. <laughs> I mean, it's, does Karate Man sign with Impact? as Ethan Page leaves. <laughs> that would be a piss. Um, so we talked about the Knockouts Tag Team Championship match. Um, that Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan mess at the end of the show, um, that's going to lead to a barbed wire massacre match, which a um, friend of the show, Jeff Johnson, has reminded us that's a kind of an abyss thing and called back to an abyss versus Sabu match. So... Um, Okay, we'll take it, right? You know, that's going to be something really interesting on the pay-per-view. Yeah, that'll it'll be a bloody mess. They'll get to work out all their aggression on one another. And God willing, there's not another mishap <laughs> between the two of them that leads to another two-year feud. That's right. one to bed. Um, in other news on the show, it's only, I think, the clip on Twitter is 22 seconds. But it's the thing we're all going to be talking about, right, for the next however long. We had the debut of Susan on the show. Indeed we did. Yes, we. Uh, Father James Mitchell, uh, I, I, Kimberly, I, I think Deanna kind of let Kimberly be the one to do the talking. So technically she made the deal with the devil to get Father yeah, James yeah. Mitchell to help them get rid of Sue Young. Uh, they lured her down to the ring. She was taken away by the undead bridesmaids. And we haven't really seen much for a couple weeks. And uh, all of a sudden, last night, uh, Deanna and Kimberly, you know, knocked on a door in the in the backstage area. Father James Mitchell came out. He said, "You know, is it done?" And he said, "Well, yeah, Sue is gone, but uh, and uh, well, so so Susie's back. So not exactly." <laughs> and, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the lady with the bun in her hair from the office came out and we met Susan. You know, it, one thing that's really interesting to me is that Sue Young is a great character actor. And uh, Sue Young, Susie, Susan, whatever we're going to call her these days. I guess I, I need to get a, a different name. I think you called it out on our conversation thread, the three faces of Foley or whatever, um, kind of a callback. <laughs> But uh, there you go. she shows a lot of she shows a lot of range because each one of those characters is different. And by the way, if they were all standing next to each other, they really don't look that that much alike. That hit me as well. You know, I the first time I saw Susie, 
it took me a second to process it because I really had no grip on what Sue Young looked like. Is she's under the matted hair and the kabuki makeup, and you can barely see her. And here was Susie, this this wide eyed, just you know, uh, powdered face, is you know, gorgeous woman. And uh, and yet Susan almost, like you said, doesn't look all that much like Susie. I mean, obviously, you know, it's the same person, but it doesn't immediately hit you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, if, I, if my information is correct, I believe she's still uh, in real life with Rich Swan. And which one do you think he sees at home? <laughs> uh, I would oh, not. Uh, I, I would not be upset to come home to Susie, but uh, I guess I wouldn't, you know, I, I was going to say something <laughs> rude, but uh, Susie, Susie wouldn't be bad either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, in other news, Rohit and Chris Bay approached TJP backstage to challenge TJP and Manic to a tag team match. Um, TJP says that he and Manic don't get along, but he'll relay the message. So, um, that's too bad because I think TJP and Manic would have a good uh, a good tandem. Their styles would have been really well together. Yeah, I mean, you would think those two would really, really click, but apparently they are nothing alike, according to TJP. They, uh, you know, oil and water. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I guess not. I guess nothing. Of course, we're joking. TJP and Manic are one and the same. <laughs> uh, Tony Khan and uh, Tony Schiavone had another great uh, commercial segment. So. Uh, I think we've—if that's all we get on Impact besides Kenny Omega—I I think we're probably okay. That's that's those are fun. Yeah, this uh, if nothing else, uh, once again, I'm going to make it all about me. Uh, this whole oh, yeah. crossover, this whole crossover has given me now three or four different moment, moments where Tony Schiavone was on my television, and I didn't absolutely loathe every second of it. So, I mean, right there, that's good stuff. So what what would it take for Tony Schiavone to win you over? I could not even put that into words. <laughs> I, I would have to get a, a memory wipe of all the things he's done that I've absolutely hated him. <laughs> all right. Anything anything else on Impact you want to chat about here before we uh, move into some fun questions I have for you? Uh, uh, we have uh, AC still uh, investigating the shooting. Uh, he had a, a cute little segment, you know, short segment with the swing man, uh, Tennille trying to befriend Rosemary, trying to tell her that Ty is going to drop her soon, but, yeah. uh, not much has come out of that yet. And that's, really pretty, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. You pretty much hit on everything else. Okay. Well, so it is a new year and I would like to know from you, I got a couple of questions about championships. Um, Name two women that you think will be knockouts champions in 2021. Okay. Um, I. Assuming that she also say, the year. You can also say, I think it's okay if you want to say Deanna Peraza will just hold the belt the whole year. <laughs> I wouldn't be terribly upset about that, but I think. Uh, uh, I believe Jordan will hold it again this year. I hope Jordan will hold it again this year. If we want to go, you know, you know, off off the radar to new people, I think that there is a team that will, even if they're not the very first, will absolutely hold the knockouts tag team title. And then I could see them breaking up 
and each fighting uh, fighting each other eventually over the knockouts title, and that's Steels and Hogan. Yeah, those two are those two are great. They're they're so fun on on the backstage segments and stuff like that. So, yeah, you'll get no complaints from me. Yeah. Um, now, our subject of tag teams, uh, whether it be knockouts or uh, the men's side, do you have a, a, a team that you're looking at this year that's like, okay, these guys are going to, these guys or girls are going to definitely be tag champs in 2021, aside from the Good Brothers or the two teams that are face, facing each other in the, the knockouts? Sure, sure. I think, uh, uh, I, think I, I would like to see once justice is served, and Larry D is sprung. I would like to see Triple uh, XL have a little run as the tag champs. Yeah, you know I, I, that that would be fun. Triple um, XL, they could do a whole gimmick where they can't get knocked off their feet or something like that. You know, to kind of like harken back to the Yokozuna days or whatever. So, yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Now, the last question. I want a wild prediction. And if I asked a wild prediction at the beginning of of twenty twenty. You know, there's a lot of options that you could have came up with, but a wild prediction for Impact World Champion this year. All right, so I guess Ace Austin wouldn't be wild. It's good, but do you have anything wilder? Uh, uh, what about Chris Bay? <laughs> Maybe he follows that same pass as, as Ace Austin from. X division champ that oops all of a sudden I'm in the main event picture. Right, right. Um what about you know here here's one here's one for me. I don't know if it's a prediction, but um how about Cody Rhodes with this whole crossover business? Can't hold the world championship over there. Maybe he's takes a little tour of impact. You know, there's an idea. That is a heck of an idea. Yeah, I like the way you think, sir. Um, very wild. I don't know if I can really put any uh, confidence behind a prediction of that nature, but you know, if it happens, you heard hey, it first on the Daily Wrestling News Show. That's it. It's out there in the ether now. Can't get back. Yep. Uh, and also, uh, Scott Demore, Don Callis, Tony Khan. You know, I, there's the idea. You run with it. <laughs> All right, John. That is it for Impact. We've got a few news items, so let me play the bumper there and we'll get that rolling. So uh, biography on Chris Candido is Candido is coming out later this month. Uh, Candido died in 2005 at the age of 33 following an ankle surgery. His brother, author of the biography, said at the time that Chris died due to blood clots related to the surgery. Um, Candido is remembered for his runs in ECW and WCW and as Skip from WWE. He would often be accompanied to the ring by Tammy Sitch or Sonny. Um, John, is this book, I, I don't think it was on your radar until I brought it up, but is it something that ha has piqued your interest? Are you a Candido guy? Yes, that's it's something that I will definitely check out. I uh, I was I can't say I was a huge fan of him, but I you know he definitely was on my radar. I was a big ECW fan during his run there, so uh, yeah, I will I will most definitely be checking that out. Yeah, yeah, you know it's nice you know thirty three so young right, and so um, 
you know, hopefully this is good for the family to have, you know, some sort of, you know, uh, remembrance, remembrance of him, I guess, in, in book form. So good. Um, couple of things on the Ring of Honor side of the house. Bandito has re-signed his contract uh, for another contract, actually, with Ring of Honor. So um, that's good. Bandito is a heck of a talent. Now, his contract was up, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but he had, from my understanding, offers from a lot of different places, including WWE, and he chose Ring of Honor. Sounds like he's choosing to stay there again. Um, really, really good uh good wrestler he had some matches with jeff cobb that really impressed me over, over the last year or half or so um where he was slamming jeff cobb and catching him off the ropes and stuff so for a little guy he's he's got solid um dragon lee is going to be defending the ring of honor television championship against ray horace over the weekend of january 16th of course, it's a, their television show, and it's on a Sinclair broadcast station, so you have to check your local listings to find out where you can watch that. But um, if nothing else, it'll be on their website a couple days later. And then finally, Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net has reported that AEW is moving to Miami for the February shows. And this was reported a few days ago. I was looking to, waiting to see if we could get uh, you know, confirmation or a second source on this just to, you know, before I said anything on the show, but it, do, it doesn't look like we've got that yet, but um, it is getting cold in Jacksonville, and I believe that's the primary reason that she cited for them moving. So, and, and Miami's closer to me than Jacksonville, so I'd be happy for that. So, you know, yeah, a different look for the show might be nice. So, all right, John, if everything else is is done you got any any other news that we need to bring up that you've that you've uh, thought of here i don't believe so no, nothing has come across my news desk all right uh occasionally occasionally john has a, a rumor to bring up not today folks but stay tuned you never know <laughs> <laughs> all right then with that in mind it's time for trivia ready to roll ready as i'll ever be All right, folks, today's trivia, I'm going to say, is brought to you by my new book, The Wins and Losses. It's available at thewinsandlosses.com. It is $20 right now, but if you message me on Facebook, I'll give you a promo code to get it for half off. So there we go. It's over 1,300 pages. A lot of work went into it. Really proud of it. Um, hope you like it if you bought it. I hope you will consider buying it if you didn't. Anyway, on to the trivia. You have five questions. The simple majority correct will get you the Goldberg Oscar Award, and if you and if you lose, then getting less than than three, you'll get a Hawkins. So, John, we are ten years removed from the 2011 Royal Rumble. The show was a four-match card. The first match was for the World Heavyweight Championship. Edge defended and retained the championship against this current WWE wrestler. Was it A. Randy Orton? B. The Miz? C. John Morrison, or D. Dolph Ziggler? Uh, okay, that was, uh, yeah, that was the, uh, that was when Dolph was with uh, Vicky, right? So uh, Dolph Ziggler. Very good, and, and correct. Dolph Ziggler. Okay, second match. 
uh, Miz entered the 2011 Royal Rumble pay-per-view as the WWE champion. He would also defend and retain his WWE championship against a current WWE wrestler. Was that wrestler A, Jeff Hardy, B, Daniel Bryan, C, Randy Orton, or D, R-Truth? Uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton attempted to gain the championship, but given assist to CM Punk, uh, Miz, Miz ended up retaining. Michael Cole celebrated at ringside, waving and clapping his hands, to which Jerry Lawler explained, are you kidding me? John, two for two. This is uncharted territory for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Eve Torres won the Divas Championship in the third match. It was a four-way match with Layla, Michelle McCool, and the defending champion who was... A, Natalia, B, Maurice, C, Melina, or D, Beth Phoenix? Hmm. Still the Divas Championship at the time. Can you run those down again? I'm sorry. Yep. A, Natalia, B, Maurice, C, Melina, or D, Beth Phoenix. And we're looking for the, the defending champion, when Eve Torres won the Divas Championship? Uh, A, Natalia? A, Natalia, indeed. Three, four, three. Okay, backstretch. We'll see how you do on these last two questions. The 2011 Royal Rumble did not have 30 participants. Instead, the match had A, 31, B, 35, C, 40, or D twenty. Uh, this this was this uh, yeah this was uh, my least favorite uh, wrestlers winning, and I I hated the fact that they kept putting him over on the biggest Royal Rumble of all time at the time. It was the forty man. Yes, yes. It didn't stay the longest, uh, the biggest Royal Rumble forever, though. We know Braun Strowman won a, a fifty man battle royal in a place that we shall not name. So uh, the winner of the 2011 Royal Rumble was, and I'm going to give you 10 options. You probably you may already know it based on your score so far, but the winner was it A, John Cena, B, Rey Mysterio, C, Alberto Del Rio, D, Sheamus, E, William Regal, F, The Big Show, G, Kane, H, Wade Barrett, I, Diesel, or J, Drew McIntyre. All of those people were in the Royal Rumble that year. I was gonna say no, no, no bushwhacker involved this time. Um, yeah, keep it a legitimate yeah, contest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually do know this one for a change, but once again, uh, it's amazing how the things you hate stick in your head in Alberto Del. Uh, amazing, amazing. Five, four, five. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And to just tally things up, Al Carl, five for five with a perfect plex. And, a, and uh, you'll notice he has a one monthly championship now on the scoreboard. Um, oh, I thought I updated this. Travis went one for five yesterday, unfortunately. Um, but you also tied five for five. So uh, let's see. We'll see what John Smith can do tomorrow. Um, there you go. Excellent job. Now, before we close out the show, we do have some comments that I want to harken back to the previous two segments ago, actually. Al Carl says Deanna is never going to lose the belt, or at least not losing the belt. 
He says Ace Austin and Madman Fulton for tag champions. That makes sense. And here is his wild prediction for uh, for world champion Crazy Steve. Yep. That would be incredibly entertaining, yes. Well, he certainly won't see it coming. <laughs> okay, so everybody, that's our show for the day. Thank you very much for watching. John, any words of wisdom as we closed out the show? Uh, I will just mention that I finally, being a technology idiot at times, finally uh, figured out how to download the wins and loss last night. Flew through about the first hundred pages of it. I'm wow. thoroughly enjoying it. So Perfect. Go out and pick it up. Please. Thank you for that endorsement. I will be uh, cutting that clip right there and putting it all over social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, John Smith is going to be on the show tomorrow, and we are officially having a John Smith advice section of the show. He has, uh, he has provided us advice each and every week he's on, including making sure you wash your hands after you apply Icy Hot before you go to the bathroom, things like that, uh, the gems that you're going to get from John Smith. So I'm hyping that segment up as our new segment on tomorrow's show. So, of course, we've got New Year's Smash, New Year's Evil happening tonight, as, long, as well as Kings of Coliseum. So tons, tons, tons of wrestling tonight. Tomorrow's going to be a completely loaded show as we break it all down and... Thank you very much. See you then.